Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the 1985 Disney movie Return to Oz one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we're joined once again by our special guest, Megan Coleman. Hey! <laughs> Welcome back, Megan. <laughs> Th- thanks for having me again. Today we have you on to talk about Minute 86, which starts with Dorothy making her first guess in the Palace of Objects or Ornaments or whatever this place is. And it ends with Mombi talking into a floor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's right. fair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about, let's start by talking about Dorothy, um, who is very nervous to make this guess. You know, we had paused in the last minute like well she sees this thing that's kind of the same shape as her friend you know it's it's a reasonable guess if you've got nothing else to go on but when you look as she approaches the object she is not sure of herself she's kind of hesitantly going to reach for it right Mm -hmm. and she's like biting her lip and (laughs) swallowing nervously I'm very distracted by this uh, lamp on the table next to it with its weird lamp shade. It's not quite... I mean, it, it, it's stained glass-ish, but that doesn't look like any stained glass I've ever seen. It's almost like a mosaic. Yeah. Lampshade. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. It's gorgeous. Um, our, our friend... Our friends, Easel and Trey, are behind her for this pivotal moment. <laughs> Can't forget about them. <laughs> Easel uh, and Trey. <laughs> so she, she puts her hand on the object. She says Oz, which is what she's supposed to do. And instead of transforming back into TikTok, we get the rumble of thunder. That means her first guess was wrong. Oh, dear. Yep. And then we get what I absolutely love. I... Uh, it's 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 second eleven to thirteen. She looks up at the top of the room because again we we've gotten a few of these looking down at Dorothy and how small she is on this huge soundstage. We get to look up in this minute, and I am kind of obsessed with these arches, and I think they're why I was this was the set that like I really latched onto as a kid, and it's really is good. it. I was going to say, is it, is it because it's very cathedral-like? It, well, but I was trying to figure out. It, it is cathedral-like, but there's something about the lighting that I didn't really put together until we look up at the sky and we see, like, the broken... Because it looks like the arches don't go all the way. Like, they're broken at the top. And we're supposed to be seeing the sky outside. Oh. And I realized yeah. the lighting for this whole scene and this set is very... It's like a flat white. Like it's not bright in here. But there's 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 a there's an aura on this set that very much makes me think of movies from when I was a little kid. 1980s studio lighting? Yep, yeah, but it's not <laughs> it 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 really does it's it's studio lighting that's trying to mimic natural like a skylight. Which, you know, yeah. they're obviously mimicking with studio lights. But I think it's the fact that they're not trying to go for it. Like, there, this isn't... There's no light source in this room other than the skylight. 
I mean, we just talked about a lamp, but no lamps are on. Like, it's not like they're trying right. to make the light look like it's coming from anywhere in particular. There's just kind of this flat. Yeah, it's, it's just studio light. And yeah, maybe that's just, I don't know. I just always thought it looked really cool. <laughs> maybe I'm easily impressed by arches. So are some of those flying buttresses? Those would be on the outside, right? Oh, okay. It, it's 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 my architectural go-to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we weren't in a mountain, also I have questions about how we're seeing the sky when we fell all the way down into this cave, um, and then she went down steps to get into this palace. Um, maybe it's the side. I don't know. Um, yeah, if it if it's on the outside, I think flying buttresses are only. Hang on. I don't actually know. You've but... been in Europe more recently than me. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> you weren't paying attention to these things. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to what things were called. I was just more like, ooh, St. Paul's. It got bombed a couple times, and yet it's still here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Good job, St. Paul's. Um, Good job, St. Paul's. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, Flying buttress is a specific form of buttress composed of an arch structure that extends from the upper portion of a wall to a pier of great mass in order to convey to the ground the lateral forces that push a wall outwards. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. The f- so is it like a support structure? Yeah, the flying buttress yeah. is on the outside. Okay. Oh, okay. What's connecting the wall? And then there's like a column that it connects to the main building. And that's the flying buttress. What this is, is just the internal arches. Okay, so that's why you see them with, uh, like, with gargoyles. Yeah. The gargoyles are there to pretty up the buttresses. <laughs> and to be friends with Quasimodo. <laughs> the Hunchback True. of Notre Dame is an underrated Disney animated film, and those are great sidekicks, and I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> so, so gargoyle actually comes from, I think... The word meaning water flows through, because water would flow through the gargoyles. Hmm. I don't remember if it's in Latin or French, but gargoyle is, Yeah, I think it's a compound. It sounds word. like a French word, but like based off the Latin, you know what I mean? Like with a Well, word. Latin is a, I mean, Latin's the basis yeah. for French, right? That. So yeah, an old French word, gargoyle. Yeah. Goyle, G-A-R-G-O-U-I-L-L-E. Hmm. Water spout projecting, uh, yeah. Oh, meaning throat. Because the water oh, would okay. come out oh. of the mouth of the gargoyle through through their throat. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, animated series Gargoyles was very enjoyable. Just saying. Um, <laughs> speaking of things from our childhood. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know if there's a specific name... For what's in here and it does look like it's not just me not all of those are complete arches right no okay okay i don't think so it looks like it's a domed but, skylight but seeing how we can see in that, i guess that makes sense right that there might have been a crack at some point and just enough of it stayed together <laughs> that the building didn't yeah. collapse i don't know i keep looking at it and not really sure yeah it looks like a glass dome and these arches underneath. These arches aren't actually doing anything, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I 
then again, we're in a mountain. I mean, this is all very not right. I if if we were in a regular building, Mike, I would absolutely believe that there are flying buttresses on the outside of this building. But because we're in the mountain, I don't think we need to worry about the pressure caused by these arches because it's all like contained within the mountain. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I love it so much. Architectural okay. minute. I love it. <laughs> it's so pretty. I just really like design, okay? I'm a little aesthetic junkie. Very happy right now. Um, and then we get to a very different aesthetic. How, okay, is anyone else completely obsessed with Mombi's dress because of the way the spikes go? So so she enters. The spikes. She does bow to the Gnome King. And, and he says, lower. And when she lies down, you can see they're just like sticking straight up in the air. And it's amazing. That must have taken forever to make. <laughs> and I love that it we're back to like the noises it makes. Like it tinkles when she's walking in. It's all part of that intimidation factor. Oh my god. When it uh, so <laughs> I froze it at minute at second minute. At second thirty seven. I know there are other places, but this was just the first one I came across. It honestly looks like she is lying on the ground and there are just like swords sticking out of her. Like oh, it's I mean, I thought they were cool when she was just walking around her palace having a conversation. But now that I have seen them in all their meet and other royalty glory, I am super obsessed with that with that design. They're so loud. <laughs> um, does anyone have any insight on what weird power play the Gnome King is doing here? You mean by having her just lo- like basically lie on the floor? <laughs> yeah, and then be like lower and laughing hysterically at this great joke. I get. I don't know. It's weird. She obeys. I mean, I don't know how, but just it's like she's planking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mom, he invented it. <laughs> no, I mean, I. I mean, it's weird. She's literally lying on the floor, and you know what? As much as those spikes are her intimidation factor. The fact that when she lies down, it looks like she's been, you know, assassinated Murdered. by the Senate. <laughs> it was the wheelman. No. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if they were supposed to go up like that and make her look like she was murdered, but... I, I mean, I, they definitely were supposed to go this... up like that. I don't know if uh, that was the imagery... <laughs> Walter Murch was going for. They were for. going for? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm, like, weirdly protective of Princess Mombi in this minute because, well, this and the next minute. Like, the Gnome King is, like, that's not cool. I realize you're the king and, and someone who is of lesser royalty has come to visit you, but this is, like, sick. This is weird. <laughs> she already bowed. She did her respect thing, right? And then... Yeah, and then he says lower, and she literally lies prone on the floor and he's like lower and scares the crud out of her and then it's like ha i made a funny yeah and she doesn't strike me as being very easily being intimidated no she's usually she's usually the one doing the you know making other people feel intimidated so yeah i mean it has been pretty clear to me that the gnome king is obviously the more powerful of the two of them because like, she was given some heads as a reward for helping him. 
And also he took what he wanted and left her in charge of the rubble, essentially. So it it does make sense that obviously he's higher in this hierarchy than she is. It's just higher in this hierarchy. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's just a weird dynamic in this minute. Um, we get a little cut back and forth to Dorothy's second guess. She's now in the fine china uh, section of the <laughs> of the display. Yeah, no, no more silver bowls for her or silver anything's. <laughs> yeah, what exactly did she put her hand on? Because uh... to me, it looks like the back of like a rock or something, but everything else near there is china, it's... or very clearly is china. Let me make this bigger and see. Of course, now it's blurry as I'll get out. Is it oh, the back, right. the, like the back of a geode? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, right. Like there's the the vase thing like, on the pedestal. No, no, there's a there's a handle, but no, that's the handle for the thing next to it. Yeah, and it's not green or purple. It's just sort of right. geode. Yeah, I've been told geodes make excellent gifts. <laughs> Everyone wants a geode. At least they're, they're for sale a lot of places. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But then why would that be in this room? Maybe that's why she decides to try it, because it doesn't seem to match. Oh, it's so different. Yeah, maybe that's what attracts her attention to it. Yeah, I absolutely oh, believe Dorothy. they just, like, raided an antique sale in England. <laughs> they need- oh, they went to an estate sale, yeah. right? And they were like, oh, it's this cheap? Thank you. <laughs> I will take Here's some all pounds. of this. <laughs> I will take I will take this whole room. Thank you. <laughs> so in the in the script, the 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 scene between Mombi and the Gnome King is basically the same. Uh, okay. But Dorothy tentatively touches another object, an ornamental crystal. I think back of a geode can qualify as an ornamental crystal. That's what they were going for. I wonder if it's because an actual like or you know like the the shined up gemmy side would look like it was something from the no, you know, like the, yeah, the, but we don't see it though. Yeah. <laughs> like he collects those, so why would that? Why would this one be in this room and not with the others? And why would he turn someone into a crystal when he can get crystals? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, and I don't like how many times I've watched this minute, taking notes, paying attention, and never questioned what that thing was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad movies by minutes podcaster. It's okay. <laughs> Pete and Alex are gonna come for me. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this guess also goes awry. And then we cut back to our villain and villainess conversing. We do get to see these wonderful floor tiles. The the Gnome King has fantastic artisans. I want tiles like these in my house. I think shiny slate is probably not a great look if you're not in a cave. Um, Yeah, I don't know about shiny. We had a... uh, The house I originally lived in had slate in the back, and uh, it was really, really cold in the morning. Just, Just warning you. I mean, since the Gnome King is made of rock, he probably doesn't have that issue, but 
When you're four years old and you got to, I used to actually try and like jump from thing to thing so I didn't have to touch it with my bare feet in the morning. Um, But yeah, I don't imagine any of the gnomes in the Gnome King has a problem with that. Um, Although now I feel extra bad for Mombi lying on it. It's got to be freezing. Yeah, remember the Gnome King's Mountain. Like they're at the, they're in the center of it or a few hundred feet down. Dorothy fell. A fantastic amount. I guess Nobi, Nobi, Mommy came in. <laughs> Mommy came in in a tunnel, but somehow ended up on the basement level. I don't know how this works. I'd like an incredible cross section of the Gnome King's Mountain. Oh my god! <laughs> We've got a whole list of products Disney Disney could make for this movie that they don't care about. <laughs> Even to take off of YouTube. <laughs> Could you imagine the playset of this? Oh my goodness. It'd be even better than the turtle lair. Does it come with the wheelies? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, they're sold separately, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. But you can still get them, is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and you can buy then I'm down part with it. of the set to make the sleigh, but then they do come out of that so that you have them individually. So it's it's actually a really good deal, like a good value. No, well, and then it would at least we would be able to see what landslide caused this weird configuration where there's a skylight in the palace. I like it. Oh, I just want toys. <laughs> Although Mombi would the that dress would be a problem because I'm picturing siblings fighting and how much stabby stabbiness would be happening. Or just when you would put on th- that dress, right? If she came with multiple outfits. Yeah. <laughs> or multiple heads. <laughs> oh, she's definitely coming with multiple heads. I mean, she has to, yeah. right? Yeah. And she could have a few outfits, but this is her main go-to, go-to choice. Oh, hmm. man. Oh, the gump is like a transformer for the different configurations. And don't forget the original script description of the wheelers voltroning into uh, yeah. some sort of like walking chair to carry Mombi in the tunnel. What? Yeah, apparently <laughs> the chariot originally was made of wheelers, but even the people that's making, a little hard to yeah, do. Even the people <laughs> making this movie couldn't figure out how that was supposed to work. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm just picturing all the toys that we never had a chance to play with. I mean, they did make toys for this, but not not to the extent we're envisioning. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Mombi starts her report that Dorothy Gale has returned to Oz. While still on the ground. Yep. No, she's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna tell him everything from right where she is <laughs> she's just yeah so i think i'm good because i want to hear more from Mombi. if if you guys are good with your notes yeah that's all i had yep all right well if you come back tomorrow we will see what's going on and we will see how Dorothy's doing because she's not looking, uh, she's not looking less nervous as more time goes by in this room. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all tomorrow. Well, you'll hear us tomorrow. <laughs>
In the meantime, we are... Tiog. Piog. Piog. Piog.